What a great way to wake up. With a cup of logic, reason, and common sense. Welcome to the Independence Morning View. Let's get to it. Good morning to you wherever you are in the world. I'm Johnny Anderson. I'm joined this morning by Bruce Adams. Let's go ahead and get started. Good morning, Bruce. How are you this morning? I'm doing well. Um, yeah, kind of, kind of feel a little bit of a discussion here later this afternoon. I'm a little, you know, have some pine up uh, aggression, if you will. So, uh huh. I, might, I might got get into that later. Yeah. Yeah, I, I got, I got some stuff that we can talk from. Uh, literally, we can go from coast to coast. We can talk L.A. to New York, and yeah, we can go yeah, that route these, with. Uh, yeah, some of these governors and mayors have kind of... Uh, they are out no, of maybe control. Maybe a little sad This garbage yeah. that's going on in New York City, if that's not the start of what was former East Germany, I don't know what is. Seriously. Yeah. If, if that's not the beginnings of it, because that's exactly how it started here, is that. The checkpoints, the fining, the filling out of forms, papers, please. That's what it is. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we need to talk about that, and we need to talk about the Los Angeles mayor. What that's little worms doing out there now uh, to people that violate the health orders, right? And then I'm sure there's others. There's other cities we can talk about too. But the actions that are being taken by these people, yeah, we're gonna have to talk about that. I got some clips today as well. Uh, I've got some of your favorite governor, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, got some of him uh, literally on his knees. Well, he might not literally. He he might as well. The guy might as well be on his knees. Right. He, he might as well be on his knees begging like you can hear it in his voice. It's, it's hilarious. So I, I can't wait to play those for you. Uh, there's that. And then, uh, you know what? I got a rather obscure email this morning and I, th- I ignored it for a little while. And then I, I saw it come through this morning. And I ignored it. And I thought, all right, whatever. Fine. I'll just open it up, see what it says. And I was shocked by what I saw. I was really sh- I was. Well, not really. But at, at first it was like, OK, all right. That makes sense. And then, yeah, it just as as time progresses and things move forward, you start to see the acts of desperation and they're going to get more crazy. And so what have I always said? Governments don't admit fault. They double down. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm seeing double down coming out of that. Right. I'm seeing double down. Yeah. So I, that's all I'm going to say on it. But I'll talk about it later on this afternoon. So we'll get into that later. But anyway, what do we have this morning? What don't we have? Uh, well, I see something about the NHL goes woke now. So there are no professional sports, as far as I know. Is golf woke? Uh, I don't know that they're doing the woke stuff, but they've that's been kind of woke. I saw I, I saw I Tiger that's, Woods. That's yeah, I saw Tiger Woods with a mask on that was the American flag. I can see that being a problem for the uh, the PC crowd, like the politically correct crowd. I can see that being a problem. But the NHL. All right. While you're looking up the golf thing, the NHL. Uh, they've uh, delayed their playoffs, right? So now uh, you've got players that are all at the center ice, right? And this stadium announcer's voice boomed out of a series of messages over the loudspeakers. We skate for you. We skate for the cup. Speaking of the Stanley Cup, we skate for better days. And today and always, we skate for the right reasons. And then suddenly the words end racism were emblazoned upon the jumbotron. Ringing the arena on smaller screens was hashtag we skate for black lives. So we're, we're here for uh, professional sports for hockey now, too. So hockey doesn't get a pass on this. They started to. right? They started to. And now you got more players out there taking knees. 
right? Yeah, it's it's honestly the the pictures I'm seeing of it, it it's just a photo shoot. It's just it, it's it's it, it's nothing to it. They're, they're just doing it because I don't know, maybe there's some money to be made in it. So let's do it. When in reality, we're seeing that that's not the case at all. They're not making any money on it or it's actually hurting their profit margins. But, eh, you know, let's, let's, let's jump on board. And as far as golf being woke, uh, technically, they've been woke for quite a while before. Uh, they've been going down the woke train before all this started. So. so what's golf doing? I mean, they don't do any national anthems. It's usually a shotgun start on the tees. So what what is... At least that's what I thought. So what's golf do, actually? They don't go out there and take knees. So how, how do they voice an opinion or, or do a protest or a sign of solidarity or something? I, I don't understand. What do they wear, like uh, sponsored gear or something? I, I don't understand. Nike, I'm sure they're all over that. But h- how does that work if you're a golfer? I Honestly, I, I don't even know the depths of it. Just kind of skimming over it. I, I I don't know exactly what they're doing or uh, I mean, recently I haven't seen anything that they're doing, but basically I'm, I'm seeing that they are supposedly woke. Uh, I don't know. They're, they're just talking about how a bunch of the coaches, a bunch of the players are all woke and blah, blah, blah. I mean, they're, they're trying to play the narrative that they're that they're woke, but um, I don't know. Can't we all just drop it? Like, seriously, can't we just like say, all right, that's, uh, thanks. That's enough. And then everybody go home. I mean, can't, can't we just do that? Because I'm tired of looking at it. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm getting tired of this woke nonsense, honestly. But, you know, we, we've talked about that before. That's that's what they want. Right. Um, during Obama's um, mm-hmm. um, campaign run. Right. Michelle came out and said, mm-hmm. uh, you know, right before they took her off the campaign trail, they have to change our culture, our traditions, you know, our history. Oh, so um, uh, I think I think I um, do. I have that. One sec. Oh, here it is. And Barack knows that we are going to have to make sacrifices. We are going to have to change our conversation. We're going to have to change our traditions, our history. We're going to have to move into a different place uh, as a nation to provide the kind of future that we all want desperately for our children. Uh, And he is the man to do it. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. All right. All right. So is that the quote you were speaking of? That is indeed the one. And um, here we are. Right. We're um, rewriting our uh, our history, our, our, our culture, our traditions. OK, yeah, we're, we're at that point. But I, I'm trying to figure out, is it just marketing at this point? No, nobody believes this crap, right? The, the ones that are out there taking knees and all that stuff. No, nobody really believes that stuff. It has to be just marketing. So the as far as the corporations are concerned, I, I would tend to believe that they're more interested in their profit margins and they're trying to jump on board with whatever they think is current trends. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think they're falling into a, a bit of a trap there, though, because typically in the old days, if you received a letter or something of that sense, then that was pretty rare. And and that was usually out of, uh, we'll, we'll say desperation, if you will, right? Or, or a, a larger feeling among the populace, right? That's not the case anymore. Anymore, uh, people can be lazy and, and lay in bed on their smartphone and and uh, send a tweet to a company. And the company just under one tweet was like removing, you know, TV shows or movies or, or um, employees. Uh, yeah. Employees getting fired. Um, there was also um, definitions of words that have been changed uh, in, in Merriam-Webster's dictionary. So, I, you know, I mean, here we are. Uh, this, this is where we're at. Because corporations are, are, you know, they, they have to listen to the, the consumer. Uh, I feel like they've lost sight of that over the like 
they still think receiving a Twitter post or an email or something is the same as receiving a letter. And it's not. It's so easy to do now. Indeed. OK, moving over to New York. The New York attorney general is on a witch hunt now, I see. So what's going on with her? She's going after the NRA. That's where their mm-hmm. charter is. New York is where their charter is. Now, mind you, they were established and I believe it was 1871. Now, this is especially rich considering that the NRA is the first organization post-Civil War that was really, it was a civil rights movement in a sense. Would you agree? I mean, that's kind of what it was. It was founded to give people, it was founded to give blacks gun rights after the Mm -hmm. Civil War to protect themselves from who? The KKK. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. where this comes from. This is not the NRA's the KKK, right? They've they've inverted that. They flipped it. The NRA was founded to give blacks gun rights to defend themselves, to protect themselves and their families. And on top of that, it was also founded to help people learn how to shoot, how to develop a gun culture, a safe gun culture within society. That's what it was all about. But they're coming out now and they're going after this organization. And I mean, we don't have to get too deep into this, but her statement was, it's clear that the NRA has been failing to carry out its state admission for many, many years. Okay, well, what have they been doing? What, they've been supporting the Second Amendment because people like this have been wanting to torch it and instead has operated a breeding ground for greed, abuse and brazen illegality. Have you looked at the DNC lately, lady? (laughs) I mean, for crying out loud, have you looked at the RNC lately? What do you think those organizations are? Oh, now see, Soros groups, those are okay, right? Those are fine, right? All those, yes, all those outlets yes. and everything, you know, Media Matters and, and all that, Snopes and all that stuff, th- those are fine. But, mm-hmm. oh, if, if you're the NRA, oh, no, 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 no. We can't have that. We've got to take that organization down. It's corrupt. Uh, the NRA chief, uh, LaPierre, whatever his name is, uh, he took flights on, on the company dime. He had dinners with people. Uh, you know, there's, there's clear abuse here uh, and brazen illegality and greed, right? We've got to go after it for that. In this state, we have a set of laws that every individual and entity that must be held accountable to, regardless of who you are, regardless of your power, your size, your influence, your wealth, or station in life on one set of laws. Uh, okay. Um, does that mean you're going to look at your governor too? I'm just, I, I thought I'd throw that out there. Does that mean you're going to look at your state governor with his decisions to put COVID patients in nursing homes that killed 20,000 people that we're being told? I mean, that to me would be Someone that must be held accountable to the law, regardless of who you are, regardless of your power, your size, your influence, your wealth or your station in life. Or am I misunderstanding here? No, that's, that's quite accurate. Yeah. Uh, that, that um, You know, I'm wondering with what they're trying to do here. I, I know they're trying to attack them and, you know, try to collapse the system. But at this, uh, the NRA to, uh, you know, go after our guns. I mean, this is the largest activist organization that protects the Second Amendment in the U.S., if not the only one. And they're going after him, right? They, they've been they've had a target on them for a long time. Oh, now, yeah. I, I'm wondering because I don't I don't think this is going to stick. I don't think they're going to get anywhere with this. Nah. But what it will do is you'll have legal fees, you know, uh, the the legal stuff. But then you'll also have the possibility of of disenfranchising some people. So maybe they stop giving more as much money. Maybe it'll slow down on that. I'm, I'm wondering if their intention here is just to cause a little bit of mistrust between the the members and the leaders. To be honest with you, I think the way that the atmosphere is right now, and this is just my take. The way the atmosphere is right now, the way the gun culture is, the number of gun sales that we're seeing, we're seeing record gun sales across America, right? First time buyers, right? Mm-hmm. 
I think if you see that organization come under attack by people like this, and she's a she's a Soros tapped AG. She is in New York. So I think if you see that attack come, then you're going to have people get behind that organization. They will join it. They will get behind it, especially all the new gun owners. Yeah. If they're allowed to see and understand what uh, the organization stands for, what what the organization has done over the years and how they're fighting for your right to not only have a firearm, but as you said, um, also uh, fighting for the African-American community or black community to, uh, God, I keep saying that because of the freaking social justice nonsense. We're supposed to walk on eggshells when we talk about it has been the various racial it's communities. Just, it's ridiculous. It's, God, ridiculous. it's so stupid. That was what we were supposed to say years ago. And now that's unacceptable. Of course, it makes no sense when you really look at it because blacks aren't from Africa necessarily. You know, I mean, th- that would imply that they're an actual immigrant from Africa and they're black. But nonetheless, anyway, this this speech changing and all this nonsense is just getting it's getting under my skin and it, it, it's getting it's getting frustrating and annoying. I'm, I'm 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 getting frustrated with the the American people that are supposedly the the majority and. Um, you know, that believe in conservative values or or moderate, you know, just in the middle and would just like to be left alone and, and coexist and all that. Supposedly, we're the majority in that. And it is just uh, I don't know where they are. I, I don't I don't I don't see you guys. Yeah, you're, you're awful. Uh, you're awful quiet here. And now's the time not to yeah. be quiet. Now's the they time to be silent. They are silent. Yeah. <sighs> uh, I, I, I don't really have anything else to say. I'm, I'm I, I don't want to. I don't want to pop my top now. Yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna uh, wait I'm going to do blow it your in the afternoon. The I'm going to. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Let's. Uh, let, all right. Fair enough. Let's talk about the uh, mysterious fast radio bursts that are detected closer to Earth than ever before. So we found them now that are hundreds of millions of light years away. And I think we even found one that was, what was it, three billion light years away or something like that? Yeah. But now. Yeah. Yeah, okay. 30,000 years ago, a dead star on the other side of the Milky Way galaxy put out a powerful mixture of radio and X-ray energy. Uh, On April 28th, 2020, that swept over the Earth, triggering alarms at observatories around the world. 30,000 years ago. 30,000. Do you understand how massive of an energy discharge that is? That it hit us after 30,000 years. The signal was there and gone in a half a second. Is that okay, so this is the one they found or did they find one that was closer? I, I don't I don't understand. So, most of the ones we found before were in another galaxy. Uh-huh. Um, this one is in our own galaxy. That's that's why it's a big deal. This one in our galaxy emitted, you know, the the big radio x-ray uh, this this is this is crazy, right? The amount of energy that that are in these these fraction of a second burst, they emit more energy than our sun does in a century. You're kidding me. And it's it's only a few milliseconds long. It, it, it absolutely immense amounts of energy that's being rela- uh, released here. And, and 30,000 years ago, that happened. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and we're seeing it now. Uh, obviously, it took that long to, uh, to get here. 30,000 years means it was 30,000 light years away. Um, so... And the signal traveled. It's relatively speed right. Relatively speaking, that's uh, that's fairly close when you when you get to astronom- uh, astronomical things like this and and huge energy energy bursts like this. It's actually this is, there's actually a real concern with things like black holes and that sort of thing. Um, when you look at a black hole, it's kind of a um, looks like a top. 
more or less. So um, more or less the top of um, there's a flat plane, right? The, the horizon, if you will. And then there's these these jets on the north and south pole. Now, these jets are emitting tons of energy. And if one of those jets are in line with the Earth, the amount of energy that's being released there is enough to annihilate life on Earth. Uh, I mean, it, it's a constant flow of energy. It's not like a burst. So, you know, seeing little bursts like this from like neutron stars and this neutron star was already believed to have been dead. Right. Uh, so the fact that we are seeing it now, it's already dead. As far as we can tell, you know, it's not either emitting or it's substantially reduced its emission levels uh, to have this kind of a burst. Obviously, it's profound in the sense of maybe there's more to the life of stars than what we realize that we know. Maybe when it goes to a neutron star, maybe there's more to it. Maybe, maybe you know, the star has another phase or maybe, you know, maybe it was impacting with another neutron star or impacting with uh, a black hole or I mean, there, there's a whole bunch of different things that um, could have happened here or um, um, now this one, this one implies um, uh, terrifying. Uh, this is a terrifying concept. Maybe it's an alien race that sit on this pulse. If that's the case, and it's an alien race that was able to generate in uh, in a few milliseconds more energy than our sun produces in a hundred years, that means that race is probably on the level of like Dyson spheres and like containing the power of stars, which is way farther ahead of us. And if we were to come in contact with an alien race that is able to do that, we're we're like ants um, in comparison. I, I'm not I'm not quite sure I know how to take that. Uh, that's that that's a far fetched one, but it is that is a far fetched. Are, yes. are you saying it's plausible though? I'm saying there 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 are theories that say this could be an alien race, and and some of these these bursts, uh, radio transmission bursts, it's possible it could be an alien race you know if, if we're looking at the the charts or, or the examples of civilizations you know you've got the zero where you're basically confined to one planet and then it, it, mm-hmm. is, it, it progressively gets bigger you know um mm-hmm. to where you're colonizing your solar system which is uh, the next step mars uh, then outside of that right right exactly and then um it goes to other solar systems and then you know it spreads out across the galaxy and then you're jumping to other galaxies after that which and each phase has like milestones as as far as like the amount of energy you're producing and consuming and uh, so on and so forth and that's one of the things here It, it could be once you get to a certain stage you are able to not only generate the amount of energy a star is generating, but potentially creating your own. I mean, that's pretty far in our future. Which the next closest solar system to us is this one. Is that what you're saying? This one here that we picked up this one from? Or no, no, no. That's Um, in our solar system. Sorry. This one's in our solar system. So, or no, not our solar system, our galaxy. So the next galaxy galaxy that would be closest to us, isn't that the one that would take like, is it like six lifetimes to get to? Or something like that. I believe it's Alpha Centauri is the the, right. the nearest, I think. And it's... And um, how far is that? Uh, I'll, I'll tell you here in a sec. Let's see here. Uh, no, excuse me. Adro- Andromeda is the, the nearest. Andromeda. Uh, Andromeda is 2.5 million light years. So it would take you... That's if, a little while. If you were able to... Yeah, if you were able to create a ship that could travel the speed of light, it would take you 2.5 million years to get there. Which the speed of light, by the way, 186,000 miles per second. That's the speed of light. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, putting that into perspective, having matter 
you know, physical matter travel at that speed. So propelling a human being at that speed is actually impossible based on our understanding of physics currently. You can't, there's laws prohibiting that as far as, you know, in, in the world of physics. Obviously, there's ways to skirt the law. You know, we, we've talked about warp technology and that kind of thing. You know, the, the the fictitious thing in Star Trek, right? That's actually theoretically plausible. And it would be a way to skirt that rule, that well, law. Wait, hold on. Hold on. That's fake. <laughs> what? You mean warp technology? Here I th- uh, Star no, Trek? no. Yeah. Star Trek. Yeah. I thought here I thought that was a reality oh, show this yeah, whole yeah. time. Yeah, I right. thought this was a reality right, show the yeah. whole time. Oh, yeah. So you're saying yeah. it's not possible. Oh, I, damn it, man. Do, do you realize you just crushed all my childhood dreams coming up? <laughs> right. Well, uh, the, the thing is, though, is it's, it's plausible. I mean, back in the 90s, they proved um, a mathematician went through the calculations and everything and proved that, yeah, it is actually theoretically plausible to create a warp drive. The, there's just some limitations of, oh, I don't know, when you create a warp drive and it actually it's it's under load and functioning, it generates something in the lines of like two to 20 million degrees Fahrenheit temperatures. So, you know, that, that's and kind the, of a The theoretical problem. propulsion system, though, is, is what you see in like the TV series and stuff. That's based on an antimatter reaction, which would have to be right. controlled. So right. um, we're not even to the point now. Right now. Yeah, yeah. Good luck with that one. So anyway, unfortunately, I would love to continue that conversation. We are out of time. So we're going to have to jump out of here this morning. Thank you for sitting down this morning, Bruce. Thank you to all the listeners. For all these topics and more, please check us out later on this afternoon, especially if Bruce blows his top. And I hope everyone has a great morning.